robot is saying if anyone out of great good fortune he has darshan of Hari Guru Vaishnav then that darshan itself is the cause of one's liberation from material existence this is Bhaktaroga Gaushari medicine or Bhavarog and according to this Mukta Pragravriti which means how much more, how much less according to this logic the more one has darshan of a sadhu then the more one will have samanda towards Bhagavad Parikars and Bhagavan himself. It increases more and more. This is Bhukta Prakrahavritti. Just as when one is diseased, he should not eat uh, uh, bad food, kupatya. Similarly, if one wants to advance in bhakti, then one wants to advance in Bhagavan's seva, achieve this Atmagyan, he desires of being uh, established in his Atmasvarup. Once having had this Atma Gyan, then he must never have, he must never see materialistic people, Vishayis. Or else by seeing such Vishayis, then, as if there's a cloth, which is very beautiful, but if the cloth has even little dirt, then that spot of dirt will see, like if you see, there's a white piece of cloth and a small stain there, then only that stain will be seen, not the white cloth. Similarly, if the sadhu commits even a small mistake, then that small mistake, everyone will speak about it and they'll criticize him so much. So, by having darshan of the vishayas, by seeing them, then immediately this disease, instead of going down, it will go up. It will be aggravated and then there will be no treatment for this disease. Therefore, Javadarma Tagore, he has described how Madhudas and Jadudas became Babaji's and are staying with Matvasis. And then when the Babaji's would sleep, they would be resting while uh, but performing bhajan in solitude. Then, 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 one of them would go out to the streets and he'd go see everyone passing by. Then he'd see someone and he'd have a desire. How long can I just remain silent? Let me go speak some puzzle power with someone. Then gradually, by this Vishay Sangha, another touch and sight of such Vishay Sangha, then he, then he thinks, oh, this is very nice. If I do not see them, do not speak such vishayas, do not speak to them, then my life is useless. Then he starts following their instructions. And he also starts criticizing the sadhus. And he's, he also now becomes a sense enjoyer. And he starts flattering, serving the vishayas. So for to associate with the vishayas and to associate with those who are very attached to women, if such association is there, then bhakti will be lost. He is the doctor cures us of this Bhavarok or Sundar and his associates are these doctors. But we have no relation with the Sadhu Santa Bhaktas. We'd rather be with the Vishayas. We like their association very much. Because you see the Matwasis and you think, oh, my eyes are not so satisfied just seeing them. I wish to see someone more beautiful. I wish to see a beautiful male monkey, a beautiful female monkey. And this way, by seeing them, I feel like talking to these 
talk to these people and then gradually you will not feel like renouncing anything then you will become entangled in sansar and then if they don't speak to you then you will be depressed if they don't speak to you they will stop eating then your nights will not pass so why is she not speaking to me why is he not speaking to me say so, they say Maharaj we can't come so far to see you alright I'll come to see you then you cannot come this far I'll come that far and they say gradually gradually he becomes entangled therefore that if you meditate on these vishayas then what will happen and just by thinking about them you will associate with them and then what will happen then calm will come and then you will have so many desires because you will have according to, a, according to the association you are in you will imbibe those qualities then you will have so many unfulfilled material desires but how long will you stay in this world but you take responsibility for everyone in this world you tell everyone don't be sad I will deliver all of you I will look after all of you but how long will you live in this world and then if you cannot fulfill your desires then you become very angry and then once you become angry then you fall into moha bewilderment and if someone tries correcting you then you become very angry so why do you tell me oh I am here you don't know who I am and you will give a very befitting reply you don't have to accept good advice but you see by such moha bewilderment then vinashati then everything is ruined therefore Prabhupada said even if you get a doctor to cure you of this power rope then even then if you run a satsang and then you are taking a very unhealthy diet kupatya then in, by taking such an unhealthy diet your fever will not go away rather it will keep increasing more and more so if you want to serve Bhagavan stay far away from the Vishayas don't even look at them don't even talk with them think of them as being more dangerous than even your worst enemy Prahlad Maharaj you say they are all sojan Akkadosha you see one's own sojans they say oh my dear brother my dear uncle my dear father my dear mama there's so much uh, respect and slowly slowly they'll enter inside and then by love they'll uh, they'll say they'll take your time away they'll take your heart away and thinking about them meditating about them thinking oh then they say oh be then they say oh don't worry I'm I'm always living for all of you then don't worry I'm taking responsibility for your spiritual welfare you'll say Bhagawan is not responsible for your spiritual welfare I am responsible you see this is Bhagawan's creation we don't think of Bhagawan as the guardian we think that I am the I am your uh, I am responsible for your spiritual welfare I am your guardian don't worry I am your elder brother I am your uncle so don't worry I am taking responsibility for uh, deliverance of all of you and this way one will not even care for Bhagawan anymore so by having association with Vishayis then one will become very proud then one will no longer be the master then this mood of being the master will not go away 
So Prabhupada he says, give up this insa. Give up envy, violence, and be compassionate towards the Jews. There is a, by the association of the Vishayas, the Jews have so many bad qualities, and they become more and more entangled in samsara. So make them more inclined towards Krishna. Anyhow, make them listen to Krishna and Krishna Katha. If anyone comes, he starts crying to you, saying, oh, I'm suffering in such and such way, oh, I'm diseased, I have no money, I'm suffering in sansar. So why are you suffering in sansar? Come out of that sansar. Leave that aside. But he said, no, I cannot leave sansar. I have so many responsibilities to carry out. And from the Bhagavad Sutra, Goswami said, oh, how can I leave my small children behind? They are looking at me, I have aged parents, so can I leave them? My wife, she, see her parents have offered this lady, their daughter to me, how can I just leave this lady behind? This is question, how can I be so hard hearted? So let me finish all my responsibilities. And then let me see what I should do. So in this way you will not be able to cross the river. This is like waiting for the river to dry. The river will never dry. And then what will happen, you will become more and more entangled and you will be drowned ultimately. Like so many lives have passed, this life will also pass. You see, if you die tomorrow, then who will take responsibility? You see. At the time when you die, will they just hang your body across in front of the house, saying he is still our guardian, that he is responsible for us. They just throw your body away. So therefore, don't... In this way, you will yourself... And then if you falsely pretend to be a guru, then you will drown. Therefore, and there's no need to pretend that you are a guru. Rather be Krishna Das. Be a very sincere Krishna Das without any hypocrisy. Nishkapak. Or else, then you'll be fearless. Or else you'll be ruined. No one can save you. We do not wish to be Dasanadas. We wish to be uh, the master of everyone. Saying, alright, I have taken responsibility for everyone, I will deliver everyone. But, you cannot speak Bhagavad Katha to anyone. You see, if someone is suffering, then you make, you speak Hari Katha to him. You do Hari Kirtan, then he will be happy. When Swami Prabhupada went to the West, so many were taking medication just to get a good night's sleep. Some could not even, their intelligence wasn't working properly. So I was saying, just come and sit here. You just chant and be happy. And one old lady, she came and she said, Oh Prabhupada, I'm very sad. I'm suffering so much. I cannot sleep, I have insomnia, I cannot eat anything. Prabhupada said, chant Harinam, chant Krishnam. Chant and be happy. She said, chant Hare Krishna. She said, I can't. I can't chant. She said, just chant Hare Krishna. She said, I can't chant. She said, Hare Krishna, I can't chant. Then he said, hundred times, and she, hundred times, she said, I can't chant. I cannot chant. Prabhupada said, if you cannot chant Harinam, then how will you be happy? And tell me some other way to be happy. Give me some instruction on yoga, dhyan. Oh, I can just sit 
and then once I'm absorbed, then I can fall asleep quickly. And so I say, once you close your eyes, immediately start snoring. Then give me such a technique, and then you start uh, moving here and there, and then you just fall on the ground, falling asleep. <laughs> then you go into samadhi. This is samadhi. This is the hand that is being taught nowadays. So this is not Bhagavan Skripa. See someone, don't commit violence towards him. Don't be envious of him. How do you commit violence to him? By speaking Prashalpata. He speak politics, he speak of worldly things, worldly affairs. If you speak Prashalpata, then he'll also get entangled and you'll also become entangled. When anyone comes to Sadhu, the sadhu fills him with all the garbage of this world. This is himsa. This is violence towards a living entity. Very cross form of violence. This is not working for their benefit. This is very harmful to them. If anyone comes, then you speak Arikata, Bhagavad Kata to him. And do Bhagavan's Nam Kirtan. And give him Bhagavad Prasad. And they say, you benefit him in all ways. In which by his mind will be purified then. But if you speak Prasalpatam, then not only will he be ruined, you will also be ruined. And you will also be derailed from the path of bhajan. And you will not, how can you deliver him? You are deliver your own self. So Prabhupada is saying that if you wish to know who Sadhguru is, if you wish to have his darshan, then, then you see how much this Sadhguru is engaging in bhajan bhakti towards Bhagwan, how much seva is rendering to him, how much he is absorbed in his seva. He has become tatatma in his seva to Bhagwan. Then, if there is Sadhguru, if you serve such a Sadhguru, follow his vichar then Bhagavan will appear in your heart because because Shri Guru is a bonafide Bhagavad Parikar by serving him automatically the standard status of Bhagavan will also arise but if he is not a Sadguru then even if you offer everything to him still your mind and heart will never change then the impurity in heart will never go away because this, there will not be any Rajiva Bhagavad Seva for reading Shastras. The Shastras will not be revealed in your heart. You will not have any desire to follow Sadhachar, Gurudhiti Queen. Why? Because you offer yourself to one who is not a perfect Guru. You try so much to control your mind senses. But it's never possible. Why? Because that person who you are following, he himself is not pure. Then how can he help you? By bathing in the Ganga, by drinking the water of the Ganga, purity of the Ganga enters your heart. But you say, oh, this Ganga water is also water, and this water is also water. What's the difference? This water has come from the skies. This is Akash Ganga. It's the same water. So, well, how can this water not purify me? They're the same. So, there's a Sadguru or Sadhu. Then even if he makes disciples or doesn't make disciples, still. Even if he takes responsibility or not, 
you are surrendered in Bhagavad Bhajan, Bhagavad Seva, then just by remembering, by having darshan, and by having the association of such a bona fide guru, and by listening to his Katha Kirtan, then Sukhadevana Swami has said, he didn't make any disciples, he didn't take responsibility for anyone. He just spoke the Sarikatha. Because Sarikatha embodies Bhagavan Shakti. He distributed this Bhagavad Shakti to everyone. And those who accepted this Katha, who practiced it in their own lives, then they became very qualified and they received Bhagavan's mercy. See, Bhagavan's Kripa is showered through the via media of the Sadhu. You must just try to accept this. This is your Sadhan. Or else, you're thinking by my own sadhan, I'll understand the Shastras and Achyus Siddhi. That is a very difficult task. So first, you should be pure. And then, learn to respect the Bhagavad Parikars. Then, this Bhagavad Vani and Bhagavad Kripa will be showered upon you. Therefore, it has been said, like Sudhir Goswami, he said, Har Goswami's, They were distributing this Bhagavad Katha, Bhagavan's Nam Rup Gun Leela. At that time, how can one be attracted, surrendered to Bhagavan? So, by thinking of Guru and Sadhus to be recipients of Bhagavan's mercy, you should respect them, serve them. When the standings you deserve, has awakened, then you must realize that now Bhagavan's mercy is being showered upon you. But if you cannot respect the sadhus, serve them, and follow their words, if you don't wish to practice their instructions in your life, then it means you are dying in Asat Sangha. You are in a very pitiful state. So Bhagavan and Guru in the Shastras, they have spoken on how when one will have one pointed intelligence, Ananya Buddhi, then he will do Harinam, Hari Kirtan. Ratab Thakur is sung, Avani Mahata Vila Kirtan Adi Karadive Tumi, Charane Nishkapate Ami Kandi Alutipo Bumi, Vaishnava Thakur. If you cannot be Amani Manad, then you will not have Ruchi for Nam Kirtan, Harikatha, Hari Kirtan. So therefore, Krishna, He has given, He has appeared as a Sadhu, as Sri Guru, to instruct people on how to serve the Sadhu. And He Himself has inspired His Shakti. Or he himself appears. He says, if one's heart is pure, then he himself enters into that heart. And then, he gives instructions for everyone's welfare through that personality in whose heart he is residing. You see, a sadhu will never flatter anyone. You can never buy a sadhu. And you can never make him your slave. Sadhu is very independent. Except for Bhagavan and the Bhaktas, he will not 
सर्व फ्लैट रेन्यूनिंग Wherever there are such transactions, then there is great calamity. And wherever there is an earnest entreaty, as the Lord is with Bhagwan, this Anunayagani prarthana, then by such prarthana prayers, entreaties, everyone's hearts become pure, and everyone will have the mercy of Sri Bhagwan. Beings, as Shastras said, the only rule is to always follow Vishnu, never forget Him. So they are always engaged in Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad Kirtan. Therefore, Bhagwan said, if one's good fortune is very good, then he will try understanding the words of the shastras. Sadhus understand the imports of the shastras to him. The sadhus words and the shastras words they mean the same. And Guru as Ashavikra, he by his katha kirtan. Purifies everyone's hearts and makes them full of rasa. And he keeps them in his shelter, and he gives them shiksha. And he teaches them how to worship and serve Vishavikra Shri Krishna. The Vardhya has come to be with this nitya sattvastu. He has come to be this sanatan vastu. He is Sevak Bhagwan, Guru. He is Aradak Bhagwan. Means he teaches everyone how to serve Bhagwan, worship him. In this way, he is Sevakra, Ashravakra. In that form, he is very dear to Shri Bhagwan. Since he is so dear to Shri Bhagwan, he empowers the jivas. Or else the jivas, there are sparks of consciousness. There are anuchetan, tatastha shakti. There are minus sparks of consciousness. Without Bhagavan shakti, they can never practice bhakti. On their own, they can never advance. Nayat pambhani labhyo. You see, the atma, the jiva, the part and parcel of Bhagavan is anuchetan. He cannot act on his own. He is an uh, infinitesimal entity. So Bhagavan, what does he do? He... He he inspires the shakti to act through his shuddha bhaktas and to distribute this bhakti to everyone. He instructs his shakti to act through his bhaktas. Prabhupada says, "Who is a godia? The bhaktas of Vishnu." Bhaktas Vishnu, Vaishnavas and the Bhaktas of Krishna are Karshnas. And only the devotees of Radharani, they are Gaudiyas. Or else you will never give any other identification. Or else you give another identification. I am a Vaishnav means you are a Vishnu Bhakta. If you are a Krishna Bhakta, then you are a Karshna. This is Shri Krishna Sharanam Mama. You are always Chinese Mantra. Shri Krishna Sharanam Mama, Om Namo Bhagavad Vasudevaya. 
So those who chant these mantras, they are not gaudiyas. Gaudiyas are only, they are only the one-pointed bhaktas of Radharani. Means they are the associates of Gauri Devi, her servants. See, the Gauri, the Gaur Bhaktas are especially under the shelter of this Parakya Bhav. This Mother Trust, they are Gaudiyas. Because who is Mahaprabhu? He is externally, he is, he is Krishna himself, who has taken the mode, complexion, Ashimati Radhika, and appeared in this world. So they say, the Bhaktas are Shri Gaur, they are Gaudiyas. They have taken shelter of this Mother Trust in Parakya Bhav. They are Rupanugas. And how will you understand who the Gaudiya Bhaktas are? Just by saying he is not a Gaudiya. If one doesn't accept the guidance of Sarutamadar Goswami and Ayramanda Prabhu, then they are not Gaudiyas. Once, one person, once Padyumna Mishra, he came to Mahaprabhu. And he said, your Bhaktas are called Gaudiyas. You are Gaur. Any bhaktas are called Gaudiyas. But I cannot understand the meaning, he said. What is the meaning of being a bhakta? How can one practice devotion on your Lord's feet? So, if one is a devotee, means he accepts your vichar. But you are a sannyasi. As long as you want a sannyasi, you already have bhaktas. You see, sannyasis, devotees are sannyasis. If one accepts his instruction, then one will also accept sannyas. Whereas they become his footstep followers, and they also become sannyasis. Or if one is staying here, there, everywhere, and he's saying, I'm Gaudiya, then how can that be possible? Because the bhaktas are shikar, they are Gaudiyas. What is the meaning of bhakta? Means he practices bhakti and follows all these instructions in his own life. If he cannot practice these instructions in his life, then how is he a Gaudiya? He's saying, no, I'm very, he, he's very stubborn. He's saying, well, I'll listen to many things, but still I'll not accept. You see, it's very easy to listen to everyone, but very difficult to accept what they're saying. So, Pratimnashra spoke these words, Mahabhu said, all right. You go to Raya Ramananda. He will explain everything to you. So, him and Tapur was very far. From Bantapur is the place of Ayurveda's bhajan. Bantapur is near Alarnath. This is the Sri pot of Ramanrai. So Padumna Mishai went there to Bantapur. So he went to Bantapur. He saw there was a huge garden there. Because Ramanrai, before he was the governor of the uh, king of Odisha. So he asked his servants, where is Ramananda Rai? Then they said, he's inside. He has some seva. What seva? And he, he teaches all the Devdasis to dance in front of Jagannath. He bathes them. He dresses them. He applies these different anjuins on them and puts the luck on the forest. He teaches them how to dance in front of Jagannath with very Nice gestures and poses and expressions. And this way he's serving these Devdasis of Jagannath. See, the Devdasis, they're 15, 16, or 20 years of age, or 22, not more than that. And they're very beautiful, these maidservants of Jagannath. 
They have offered their entire lives in Jagannath Seva. They only wear white cloth and when they dance in front of Jagannath and they do Kirtan, especially they sing the verses of Gita Govinda. Around Jagannath, he becomes so happy with them. But if they go and sing, and if they go anywhere else and sing and dance, Jagannath will leave the temple. We see Mahavru himself. Once he heard some ladies sing the Gita Govinda. He started running in that direction. And Govinda was running behind Mahavru to anyhow catch Mahavru. And Govinda started shouting, Don't go further, Mahavru. That's a lady singing these verses. She's picking flowers in the forest. And you're a sannyasi. But Mahavru was not listening. He was running towards the direction. He only wanted to listen to these verses. Of then anyhow Govinda he shot Mahavru from the front. Just little distance remained between him and the lady. Also, so, when Pradhan Mishra heard, then he left. He didn't say anything, he just left the place. And he came and told Mahavru. And Mahavru said, why are you so sad? Surely you have some doubt in uh, Ramananda Rai. Someone has doubt towards others, then that person, he will become very sad. So at the time, I went there to Ramanandarai's house. But, you see, the Bhaktas, Vaishnavas, Sanyasis, they're very far away from women. But Ramanandarai, he's even massaging these women, dressing them, applying these different ointments on them, and teaching them so many things, postures, how to dance. And how can, how is this possible? That he is like a very high class Bhakta. That I should listen to Harikatha from him. Then Mahaprabhu himself started glorifying Ramananda Rai. So as long as one doesn't take the shelter of such associates of Bhagavan, then you will never be able to understand. Who is under the control of the senses and, and who is transcended with this influence of the senses and Maya. You will not be able to differentiate between one who is under the control of Maya and one who is transcended Maya. Is out of the control of Maya. So then Mahaprabhu again sent Pradhimnasha to Ramanandarai. Then Pradhimnasha again he went to Ramanandarai. He said, I cannot understand who should be addressed as a Gaudiya. I don't understand what Parakya Bhav is, what Madhurra is. And I want to listen to this conversation that you had with Mahaprabhu. Can you kindly repeat whatever you heard from him, whatever you spoke? So Ramanandarai knew everything. Then gradually he beginning from Varnashram Dharma, he took him to the essence. Which is, what is Krishna Swarup? What is Adharani Swarup? What is the Supreme Tattva? He started explaining all these things. Then, he took shelter of Swarup Goswami and Rupa Goswami. And then, he became a Gaudiya. Therefore, Swarup Dhamadar Mahaprabhu would say, When this Gundisha uh, Mandir Marchan was taking place, at the time, some bhaktas, they put some water on Mahaprabhu's feet, a pot of water, and they started drinking that water. And they were sprinkling it on their heads. And Mahaprabhu said, how can you insult me in the temple? Then he called Sarudamadar. He said, look, look at your Gaudiya's how they are. And Sarudamadar, he caught that boy, and he took him out of the temple. And Mahaprabhu said, he's your Gaudiya. He didn't say, my Gaudiya. 
Because Mahabru, he doesn't have any Godias. Mahabru, he says, he's under your Anugatya. Because all of you are on the side of Radharani. And just see her behavior. You see, the people on my side, they'll never do like this. The guy, the people on my side, they're only absorbed in this Brahmavad. They only want to merge into this Brahman effulgence. People on my side. It's not good that they say hawks. Uh, transgress, etiquette, in this way. For Prabhupada, he says, what is the system of the Gaudiyas? It is the system of the Manjaris. And they're always, then they're Rupasavastu, the Rishadevs, Radha Gwind, Radha Gopinath, Radha Madanmohan. Prabhupada here is quoting this verse from Chaitanya Chaitamrita. That Gwind, Gopinath, Madanmohan, along with Radharani, they're the Nath of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Have darshan of them. Have darshan of Radha Gwind, Radha Madanmohan, Radha Gwind. Along with all their gopis, these three tagurs, they are the nats of the Gaudiyas, the masters of the Gaudiyas. And by the uh, 18 syllable mantra, the Ashtasaksh mantra, the Gaudiyas, they worship Madan Mohan, Govind and Gopinath. This Gopijan Using this 18 syllable mantra. In this way, in this very mantra, there is Samanda Abhideya and Prayojan Tattva. And they are the Upasya of the Gaudiyas. They are the Aradhyadeya of the Gaudiyas. And they are very dear to the Gaudiyas. Dear most. Priyatam. Samadha Mohan is Samanda Abhideya. Govindas Abhideya Devata and Gopinath is Prayojan Devata. Therefore, generally it is seen that those who have taken shelter of Mahaprabhu, they are Gaudiyas. Therefore, the devotees of Mahaprabhu are called Gaudiya Bhaktas. And those who belong to Odisha are called Odia Bhaktas. And those belonging to this province of Bengal, they are generally classified as Gaudiyas. But, if one has not taken shelter of Mahaprabhu, then no one is a Gaudiya then. Even if he belongs to this province of Bengal. And after coming in this Vichardhar of Mahaprabhu, and one has taken the shelter of Radharani in the mood of the Manjaris, then he is truly a Gaudiya because he taken one point shelter of Radharani who is Gauri. Or else, the Bogis and Tyagis are not Gaudiyas. They are not followers of Gauri. You see, the Gaudiyas, they are one-pointed in their service. The Bhakta is neither a Bogi nor a Tyagi. He doesn't desire his own Sosuk. His own happiness. He is only striving for Bhagawan's happiness. How to please Bhagawan? Can I serve Bhagawan? This is his only concern. He is only concerned with his thought. But the Bhogis and Tyagis are only thinking about their own happiness. How can I please my senses? Therefore he is very sad. If there is any obstruction to his sense gratification, then he becomes very sad. He goes, becomes depressed. Then he has so much tension. He is suffering so much. But if one doesn't have any desire for his own happiness and he is only desiring Bhagavan's happiness, then why will he suffer from it? The only suffering he has is Viraha. Oh, I cannot serve Bhagavan. When will he give me his darshan? Oh, I am so lazy, I sleep so much. You see, oh, I am always sleepy the entire day. And the tongue is so greedy to taste different kinds of food. 
there's no place even the stomach, but still the tongue wants to taste more and more. Sometimes he hides it in the pocket. Or once the food in my stomach has digested nicely, then anyhow he, he does some exercise, and then he digests the food. And then again he starts eating again. Oh, how can I? There's so much rabadi, rasmalai, malpua, halwa. They're all present in front of my eyes. How can I neglect them? And already my stomach is full. So then he waits for the food to be digested quickly. And then he eats all these sweets again. So therefore the bogies and tiagis are always sad. But one who is nishkam, nishkapat, always tatpar, absorbed in Bhagavan Seva, he, why will he ever be sad? He only has this vira separation. That oh, I cannot serve. Although he is serving so much himself. But I am wasting my time. Gala Jadivas, Nasivari, Krishna ki upai, Bhaktanathakurusam. Oh Krishna, my time is going away. Days are passing, nights are passing. Time is going away. And every day is not going to come back. Every moment that is gone will not return. So what should I do, Krishna? So this way he is suffering. But you see the bhaktas, that nishkam. This is, they don't have any desires for their own selves. Therefore the bhaktas are very happy. Because this bhavatsuha is the jiva's dharma. And when one, when there is any laxity, means some carelessness in finishing the rounds, in finishing the seva, then he says, oh, I cannot chant so many rounds. Okay, I'll chant 32 rounds. And then I'll finish 64 in two days. Oh, I cannot chant 32. No, I'll do 16 rounds for four days. Because, in the, because four days of Kaliuga equals one day of Satyuga. So these four days, if I finish 64 rounds, then it's like one day in Satyuga. Or no, I cannot even chant 16 rounds. No, I'll chant one round a day. And I'll finish four rounds in four days. Oh, I cannot even chant four rounds. Because if you chant one round, then you're one-pointed. If you chant more than this, then you're not one-pointed. You see, you should focus on that one-pointedness. You see, just say once, oh, Krishna, I'm yours. Then Krishna will deliver you from Maya. Just once if you say Hari Krishna, then why should you chant so many times? This once is enough. Not Even one round is not enough. No need. Krishna is not deaf or dumb. If you are almost chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna continuously, why should I irritate him then? Then he will become annoyed with me. Is Krishna says, why are you chanting this Hare Krishna once repeatedly? Just say Hare Krishna once is enough. No need even one round. This is how Diksha takes place. And one takes Diksha from Guru. Does... Your guru just recites these mantras to you once. Now that he is repeatedly reciting them to you, then you become his disciple. So therefore the disciple wants to chant once. So Guru is given this mantra once, so he also chant these mantras only once. See, Guru has not told you to chant six four rounds. He has not recited all these six four rounds to you. He only recites the mantra once, and then you become his disciple, then you are his. So you only chant once then. And Jaitan Jaitam is also said, If you just say once, Oh, Krishna, I'm yours. Then Krishna will deliver you from Sansar. So here, there's proof in Chaitanya So why should I chant so many times? So if you want to be one-pointed, then take shelter of Bhagavan's names. So even if you say once, this is enough. Because Bhagavan is not deaf. He has huge ears. So there's no need of, shout, of uh, shouting, calling out his name so much. So one who's doing a lot of objects unrelated to Krishna, 
and he is always looking for an opportunity to leave this Bhagavad Seva. No, he has no desire. No Rishi for Bhagavad Nam, Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad Seva. So any opportunity he finds, then he leaves everything aside. Now he only wants to enjoy more. Now he takes the entire world is for my enjoyment. But if I become a Sevak, then how can I enjoy? Because Sevak is only acting according to his Prabhu. Then he is under the control of his Prabhu. Then how can he possibly enjoy? How can I forget? How can I? There's such beautiful things for my enjoyment. How can I leave everything aside? How can I leave everything aside and become a Babaji? This is not proper. Bhagavan has given this world for my enjoyment. I have not seen anything in this world if I just become Babaji. Instead I have so many desires. Oh, I Unless I get that high taste, how can I give up all these desires? Just by shaving my head. Tilakmala. Still, see this, this flow of bhoga is continuously running in my heart. So let me enjoy first. And then when I'm satisfied, when I'm peaceful, then I'll do bhajan. Or else, how can I possibly do bhajan? So Prabhupada is saying, if you act, if you go against the desire of Prabhu, then the sansara will be like the gaping mouth of a tiger, which is ready to swallow you. Because you have not done anything for his satisfaction. If you don't have his tendency to serve Bhagavan, then how can you be happy yourself? You see, if a person by enjoyment, if he'd be happy, then you, have you seen any person who's ever been happy by enjoying? His senses. How can you enjoy Bhagavan's objects? This is like, you're, you're a thief. Thinking everything is proposed, how can you enjoy? When you're trying to steal everything away. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to steal everything away. Then let me enjoy. But it's never possible. Be calm. Death. By which? Because he has Swatantra, and because he has this Swatantra Icha, independent desire, and even in his Seva, there will be Abhishakshans. And he will become averse to Seva. And then, he becomes covered by Maya. What? This is the Parichai of the Abhaktas and Bhaktas. You see, the Bhakta, he'll never be careless in his seva, ours to seva. Maya can never touch him. He'll never be conditioned. And he'll never be disturbed by poverty, agony. Never desire to be Brahma. He'll never desire to be the controller or be Bhagavan himself. 
He'll not be the slave of his senses. By this seva dharma, he'll always be awake. Means he'll be established in his atmatattva. And how can Maya possibly bind him? Not possible. Therefore the jiva, because of his independent desires, he is ruined. But if he offers this independence at the lotus feet of Bhagawan and engages in Bhagawan Seva, then he is awakened to his spiritual existence, Chaitanata. Then he will not have any bhogichavritti, tendency to enjoy in bhoga. Then this avaranatmika and vikshepatmika shakti of Maya, that is the avaranatmika means Maya can no longer cover him with the three modes of material nature and all with the gross and subtle bodies. And vikshepatmika means Maya can no longer throw him away into material existence. Then he acts on Ranugatya. Then he becomes a mukta, liberated soul. And by Satseva he is free from the coverings of Maya and he is awakened to Swarup. So I say, what is the difference between Bhagavan's Antaranga Shakti and Bhairanga Shakti? So the external potency of Bhairanga Shakti acts when one becomes ours to the Antaranga Shakti, internal potency. But if when one becomes inclined to the internal potency, then the external potency will not touch him anymore, influence him anymore. Goswami Maharaj is written on the Back to God magazines. God, God it is light and essence is darkness. You see, if you are facing the light, then your shadow is behind you. But if you are turning your back to the light, then the shadow is in front of you. So, if you have the seven mokriti, then the Bhairana Shakti can never touch you in any way. The Satsi will never be able to influence you. And behind the seven Mukriti, the Saladini Shakti, the Sandini Samvit, these three potencies will act on you. Sandini Samvit Haladini make you free from these sovereign coverings. But as soon as you become Vimuk, then the Avaran Shakti of Maya will cover you and punish you. So we see this Tathastra Shakti has the symptom of Bedaved Prakash, simultaneous oneness and difference. So when the Jeevas manifest from this Tathastra Shakti, then they look towards the Sanitya Sansar temporary fleeting world and they also look towards this Bhagavat Lok. But if they look towards Zanitya Sansar, then they become attracted by the allurements of Maya. But if they look towards the spiritual Chichakat, then they become attracted by the Antaranga Shakti, Chit Shakti and their help by this internal potency of Bhagavan. This is the speciality of Sri Guru. Guru, he never despises anyone. He never neglects anyone, envies anyone. He never makes them inclined towards serving Maya. Guru is especially the maid servant of Srimati Radhika. He offers everyone at her lotus feet. Because Adharani is a crown jewel of all these Acharyas who are in Matiriras. She is the Varshavana Devi is the crush jewel of all of Krishna's beloveds, Krishna Kanta Shiromani. So if Radharani desires that 
Krishna bestows mercy on anyone, then Krishna immediately will bestow his mercy on that person. He'll go with all the avatars, all the 33 million demigods, and he'll take that person on his lap. Why? Because Radharani is favoring him. Because she is, and similarly Guru is Madhurras Acharya. He is the eternal associate of Srimati Radhika. Varnatan Thakur is written. And the Kayaviho, Varshabhanavi. He is her Sadhguru is a Nija Paricharika. He is a devoted maidservant. Now we listen tomorrow. Prabhupada Shavali. Oh, no.